0: welcome to the cosmic healing podcast this is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom abundance and quantum healing in their life hi i'm vaughn my magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence mind body and spirit because it is all connected in this podcast i will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know witness and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos let's go Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the bonus episode that I host with my fabulous guest, Dana Whitby. And she comes in and she pulls three cards from her amazing, gorgeous deck and that she created. Did I say that? That that she created and it's gorgeous and powerful and potent. And we forecast the the energy for the month ahead. So here we are in January. Hello, Dana. How are you?
1: Hi, Vaughn. Thanks for having me back. As always, I'm so excited to be here. And everyone's kind of getting a double dose of us because we just put out our 2024 year ahead energy report. And now here we are kind of zooming in on on January. So you guys are getting to hear from us a lot. <laughs> I know. I love
0: it. I I, I could do this uh, all the time with you Me because the, these too. are definitely my favorite episodes. Um, yeah. And I'm so glad that we did the 2024 forecast. I think that that's going to be so important and powerful for us throughout these monthly readings. I, I just, I've, I'm really, really excited that we did this because going into January, like already, I feel like I don't think we're going to hit the ground running with like, it's a new year. woohoo! I just, I feel like there's still going to be some integration time. And you know, the, the lunar new year, uh, the Chinese calendar that does not start until February 10th. So technically that does usually feel like a new year. And I was even thinking about last year, um, you know, hit the ground running, woohoo, it's January. And I was like, it doesn't. And then actually looking back to every single, every single year, right? Like it never feels like, woohoo, there's the energy of our mind that is there, but it's like the energy of our, of, of the actual astrological, something just doesn't always feel right. And looking back at last year, I could see how things really shifted in
1: February and, and, that feels good to me. So what are your thoughts on that? I totally agree with you. And then also, so we have the lunar new year in February, and then we also have the astrological new year, which starts in March when the sun moves into Aries, which is the first sign of the Zodiac. Um, So I think that there are multiple points for fresh starts in collective energy. And so I think it's really important that we don't push ourselves for one that doesn't feel good. Like if it doesn't feel good right now to be starting something new and pushing yourself, then don't like wait a little bit, see how it feels in February, see how it feels in March. Like it can be a very personal thing Yeah, we can allow it to be that, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: And it really boils down to that whole force thing. You know, I feel like that's what we've been so conditioned to do forever is to, the energies, you know, it's like, well, this is what, you know, the collective, you know, what we've been conditioned to believe the patriarchy that created all these rules and systems, we've been forced into believing this and feeling this way. And now we are, I mean, this is everything that we're working for is to let go of that force and let things be a little more easy, a little more natural. You know, you and I were just talking before we pressed record about, you know, like I'm in this weird in-between place of this that weird place between the Christmas and New Year's, you know. It's like, well, it's it's easy, it's chill, but then there's still but you got to be doing something. Come on. And it's just like, no, no, like I can, I can do whatever I want to do, you know? And so really sitting with yourself and be like, what do you want to do? What is your body asking of you? And then understanding that difference between like the ego that is trying to keep you, you don't have to do that. And then that's when you get all up in your head and you're back and forth. And I'm saying this because I know so many of us are feeling that way because 2023 has been such a year of our of working with our consciousness, of really working with our addictions and our mindsets. And as we're really in these last um few weeks of the end of the year trying to reestablish our new normal, like what we want our new normal to look like after such a transformative 2023. I just, I really think we're being really pressed against the wall right now. Like, like, are you going to do it? Are you really, really going to be the change that that you've been working so hard for? You know, it's like now is ours opportunity. And we're like, shit, I don't know. Am I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. And, you know, I don't want to totally 100% dismiss, you know, the Gregorian calendar new year. I just think that it's more like this stair step kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about like yeah. Okay. Are we going to embody this? It's like this baby step right now, but we're just going to continue, you know, as we move (laughs) through the Chinese new year, the lunar new year, the astrological new year, like it's a stair step thing. We're not just like shoved off the edge of the cliff, you know? So like we can even. So much better. I mean, I, I
0: really love that because it's really, if we can just approach everything that we're learning in baby steps, because we're just not built to make drastic. I mean, we can't just be who we've been forever. And then all of a sudden completely change that. Like there's such a strong integration and, and comprehension that that sometimes takes months to, to really integrate and understand the power and the depth of everything that we've been through.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we're in an integration period and, Integration doesn't mean we can't still embody, right? It's just that we're still figuring it out.
0: Yeah. We're processing through it, you know, like, well, who am I as this version of myself? Who am I as a, you know, as a, as a business owner or as a healer or, um, you know, as someone that's newly out of a relationship or, you know, whatever it is, or someone that creates strong boundaries, like who am I as this version of myself? And so it's just we, we must be gentle
1: through it all. I totally, totally agree. And I, I mean, I'm really interested to see what they say for January. Um, cause it is kind of an interesting time too. You know, we have the sun in Capricorn right now, which, mm-hmm. you know, the sun in Capricorn wants us all to really make some structures and some choices and some decisions. Um, and you know, it's about devotion and it's about kind of the long haul, you know, Capricorn wants us to learn the lessons and see things through and, and be very practical and very logical. Um, And sometimes we push against that, you know, (laughs) and, and that's okay. Because also at the end of January, we have Aquarius energy moving in, which is like such the opposite of Capricorn, where you know aquarius is like let's do what we feel like what are we into what feels good and so come up with the structures right now or maybe plan and and think about it but allow it to change as the month you know moves on and as we evolve um because i think when we get too rigid and we don't allow ourselves to change like there can be such shame with with new year's resolutions and things like that. It's like, Oh, well, you know, now I haven't even finished the month of January and I'm also fallen off track, you know, quote unquote. And it's like, can we just be gentle with ourselves maybe and and reevaluate and, and not put such hard, rigid things on ourselves and, you know, give ourselves grace.
0: <laughs> yes, that exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it feels very like a push-pull
0: energy right mm-hmm. now, you know, of like we're really in the middle of that shifting, you know, because we're really being presented with energy of change. And we've been creating this change. We've been working towards this change, releasing the the you know, our physical bodies of of true releasing emotion and and trauma that we've been holding on to and and, you know, as we're really like stepping from one place into the other, which I feel like we've been stepping, I, I had felt that transition um, for for a good, uh, probably two months where we're really, really feeling that, okay, I'm stepping, I'm tiptoeing. I think I've shared about that visual that I had in a session where I was I, I was shown like this big, vast water, like body of water. And it's like, we put our little toe on the water. Like, can this really support me? Can I really walk on water? Can I really like be supported and, and go into this vastness? And it's like, we dipped our toe and it's like our toe sunk in a little bit, but w- we still felt supported and solid. And then I just had this vision of, all right, so we took a step and then another step and then another step and we're out in the middle of the vastness, you know, and, and we are being held, but at the same time, we feel like at any moment we could, we could sink, you know, like we could fall through the water and drown and die and everything we've worked for has been all for nothing. Right. So we're like really in that place of creating the safety within our bodies to move forward to keep walking, to keep knowing that we are held.
1: I love that visual. And I love that. It, it just seems so accurate, you know? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that feels so totally true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, you know, we're all, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling that you were feeling that. And I mean, just on a collective level, I, I just think it's important that we remember that we're all going through this together. You know, it's not like, one person has it more figured out than the other, no matter what you perceive someone else has got it figured out. Like they're still going through their own doubts and insecurities and they're still out walking in because whatever it is for them, it's, it's their next level of surrender and, and unknown territory, right? Like we're all going and entering into unknown territory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is unknown territory. And um, you know, we're just trying to figure it out one one day at a time. And um bringing it back to the Capricorn energy, Capricorn is also the sign of the father if that resonates at all. Um it is the sign of the tough love teacher, uh the the teacher who knows you have what it takes and doesn't want to see you settle for less. Now that doesn't mean that you push yourself beyond what you're capable of, but it does mean that you expand, um, what is possible for you, that maybe you are playing a little small, you know, that you are believing less in yourself than, than what you actually could do. And you're saying, I'm not capable of that, or I couldn't do that. And Capricorn comes in and says, "Eh, you're kind of cutting yourself a little short, you know,
0: like, you know, now you're going to make me cry in a good way. Cause you, what you're speaking is, is truth. And I think that that's probably my biggest, what I'm really dealing with right now, because honestly, I never had, you know, when you speak of father energy, I never had anyone to push me. You know, my, my dad was not around. My mom was just so focused on, making us happy there's like whatever you want <laughs> you're perfect <laughs> go go you live your life everything is perfect and you know but i never had that foundation of like like really creating discipline around my life and like pushing me to a next level it was always like always everything's already perfect just as it is and and so i so appreciate what you're saying because yes that's true but yes
1: like we really
0: need to allow ourselves to push ourselves past those places of, of comfort. And, and that's a challenge because our ego does not like to feel uncomfortable. And so that's with the push pull, you know, like I have this, that, the Capricorn energy right now pulsing through me being like Vaughn, do this, do that. Come on. Let, let de- 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 de, like all this amazing, powerful, expansive energy. But my ego is like, Vaughn, you're fine. Everything's fine. You don't have to do that. It's fine. Look, everything you're doing, is fine. You're safe here. This is working for you. You don't need to do anything different. But the energy is saying, do it different. Do it bigger. Do it more. Do it fun. Come on, girl. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So that is, uh, you're so brilliant. I love you, Dana. Thank you for, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for like really breaking that down because that is absolutely what is happening. I know personally in my world right now, I am in that push pull of the Capricorn energy and
1: me, my ego. (laughs) I'm literally right there with you. And I didn't have a father figure either. Um, And so I do think that for those of us who didn't, and, and even those of us who did, sometimes there's still other things at play too, but A lot of us have a hard time pushing ourselves and believing that we are capable of more, you know, whether we have that role model to push us or not. And so I'm, you know, I'm speaking from what I'm experiencing and the fact that it's resonating with you too, and I'm sure resonating with people that are listening, that tells me that it's a collective experience too. You know, and like you said it earlier, we're not alone. You're not alone in this. It's just that it manifests different for each of us, right? Right. Exactly. Oh, well, I feel like, okay, conversation done. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Bye. I even the card yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel certain these cards are going to be very supportive to the conversation that we just Bye. had. So I'm curious to see what the energy holds for this month for us.
1: Let's see what is going on. Um, we're going to use my deck, which is called the inner compass Oracle. Um, but before we do that, everyone knows that I like to protect our space and set our intentions. So as long as you're not driving, go ahead and close your eyes with us let's all take a deep breath in through the nose, rolling your shoulders up and back as you inhale and exhale through the mouth, just really dropping those shoulders down and back, straightening the spine. And I cast around us now a golden light of protection. And I ask that any lower level energies would be outside of this golden light of protection at this time, including any thoughts, beliefs, or spirits. And I call inside of this sacred space, those way showers, our guides, our angels, loved ones who have passed, benevolent ancestors. Archangels, Ascended Masters. Any beings who are of the highest vibration and with the purest intentions for us today are welcome into this space as we come seeking guidance and illumination and understanding of the energies at play in January 2024. And our intentions here are coming to seek this guidance so that we can flow with the energy rather than push or fight against it so we can release our resistance and open up to the higher vibrational path that is there for us. I invoke now the power of Holy Fire Reiki so that in simply listening to this episode and in hearing these words, you would receive a by proxy healing Vaughn and I open up our bodies as vessels and channels of the messages that are in everyone's highest and greatest good for this month. We offer up our deepest, deepest gratitude for all of those beings here assisting today. And so it is.
0: Beautiful. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. You can take your time kind of coming back The cards make me laugh Vaughn. like, <laughs> oh, gosh, oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, the, your
0: you little smiling giggle is so cute because I know you're just like, can't make this shit up, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, it's January 1st. Vaughn and I were just talking about how this feels like an arbitrary beginning, how there's other beginnings that seem more potent than this. And I pull the first card in my deck, which is like new beginnings. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're almost like, okay, yes, there are other more potent new beginnings. Yes, but this is still an opportunity for a fresh start. They don't want us to totally pass that up. So this is uh-huh. the first card in the deck, which is the compass card. Um, You know, my deck is called the inner compass Oracle. And so of course, of course I had to make the first card, the compass card, right? So, the compass card offers again the idea of a fresh new start, a new beginning, a journey that you are embarking upon. But the other meaning of this card, and the more important meaning of this card, is that you want to start listening to your inner compass from the very beginning, from the start, allowing your intuition to lead this journey. How do you listen to your intuition? Well, in the description of this card in my guidebook, I offer three things that you need to do. The first one is you need to find some curiosity. You need to be curious. Like there needs to be a desire and a curiosity of like, well, what's to come? What is out there? Some excitement, you know? So try to foster that curiosity that you have. The second one is to find some stillness. This does not mean you need to have a perfect meditation practice. I'm certainly not saying that, but you do need to find a bit of stillness, a bit of quiet to practice listening to that intuition. And oftentimes the way it works for me, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but my intuition speaks first and it speaks quietly. And then the ego starts coming in and second guessing. Well, what if, well, you know, starts trying to throw me off track. But if I listen to that very still, very quiet little voice in the beginning, um, that is the correct direction that I need to go. And the third step is to trust it. And the way that you trust it is by actually taking action, doing something, believing, changing your perspective, you know, sending that email, calling that person, setting this thing up on your website, whatever it is, like actually kind of doing the thing and then see what happens, you know, like see what happens, see what sparks fly. Mm. So we're called to follow that little process this month, you know, of getting curious, finding the stillness and then trusting it and deeply trusting it.
0: Yeah. I feel like as you were talking I I keep thinking about the dreams is the word that I'm I'm getting to but I feel like we're in such a place of still processing and letting go of our dreams of past because when we were creating our old dreams that was an old version of us you know like we were creating dreams and and manifesting from a place of like an older mentality like of we just didn't know what we know now and now we know so much more so it's like now that we know so much more we need to dream differently we need to think differently And so I just really love that because I think it's so easy to get caught up in the way that we've always done things, the way we've always done business, the way that we've always offered things. And like, for example, um, for New Year's Eve, I'm hosting a, a New Year's Eve morning class and I kept feeling the nudge to do it, host it like in person and offer it virtually as well. And my nervous system was like, no, do not do it virtually. You are not techie. It will not work out. This is not, this is going to be an epic fail. And, and so I just kept thinking about it. And every time I would think about just offering it in person, my body would be like, no, offer it virtually as well. And I was like, I really don't want to, you know, like it, it felt very uncomfortable for me to do that. But that intuitive nudge just was so strong moving through me that finally I was like, okay, I'll do it. And when I do things like that, I'm like, that's me surrendering and saying, I'll do it, but you have to help me. You have like talking to spirit, like you have to make sure that this goes okay, because I'm doing this because you're telling me to, you know, like my intuition is telling me to do it and I don't want to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. Just like with this podcast, you know, like I did not want to do it um and then look at us but it's the same thing like with I'm using this class as an example because I am hosting it virtually and in person and I am anxious about it because I don't you know anxiety is fear of the unknown I don't know how it's going to work out but at the same time I know that I kind of have to do it because spirit is telling me to and so everything that you just said is it, like, that's just a perfect example. As I received a new dream, it was a, a intuitive nudge. I'm taking action, even though it feels weird. So it's like we have all of these opportunities to present um, ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do it? Are you going to take
1: action on it? Or are you going to let fear win or what's up? Well, I love that you bring this up too, because I think a lot of times we think that intuition, our our intuition is going to lead us to like the best, the most highest, most amazing. And yes, it might, but it also might be really scary getting there. Yeah. So like, it's not always like your intuition is going to lead you to the, the thing that feels the most fun or the most exciting or whatever. It might be really scary and you might have to determine whether- you know, it's your ego that's holding you back or whether you're actually not supposed to do it. Like this is where listening and and figuring out what, what's, what is really important because yes, there are some times when your intuition is actually telling you that's not safe. Don't go that way. Don't do that thing. But it also pushes you out of your comfort zone. So you have to determine what's good and only you can do that, you know, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Well, I want to ask you, like, what are some things currently in your new year that you're like processing through that you are feeling called to do an offer that your ego is pressing Mm -hmm. you down right now?
1: Yeah, mine is social media. Um, I feel a huge resistance to showing up on social media right now. Um, I don't want to do it. It feels like a lot of work. It feels um, just not great, but I have... Uh, the astrologer I work with, her her name is Casey Dene. She is really pushing me on that because she has told me that I have an opportunity to go viral at the end of January. And she's like, you need to take advantage of that. Like you need to prepare. And so part of me is like, I mean, of course I want that. Like my conscious mind wants that, you know, but part of me is like, Oh, that's so much work, you know? Um, So I'm working on expanding myself and I have a meeting with her in early January. So I'm going to hear what she has to say and I'm going to you know, work on pushing myself to expand that. Exactly. So see if I can take advantage of this,
0: you know, that, that is, I so resonate with that as well. Like, oh my God, social media is like a whole beast. beast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but that's also exciting and encouraging knowing that if you do show, and that's another thing about astrology, you know, like, and these things that are already placed for you, mm-hmm. you know, so no. the opportunity is there, and now you know it's there. So are you going to take advantage of it? And you know what? If you don't, then that's I don't. Okay. like your, yeah. you know, your life will still be okay. But no. what if you did, right? And then you know, and your and your everything expanded in ways that you didn't even know were possible, but that your highest self knew was possible. That's and that's why it all aligned astrologically as an opportunity for you. And and these are always available to us. You know, the energies are always working for us. It's just a matter of, are we going to take advantage of it? Are we going to accept the invitation? And either way, it's okay because you'll get there eventually. It just might take a little bit longer because everything is in divine timing and you will not release or receive anything that you are not ready for. So girlfriend, if you are not ready to go viral and gain, you know, a lot of followers, then you're not, you're not going to. Right. and that's okay because whenever you are ready it will happen.
1: And that is the interplay of destiny and free will. Like that's an example right there. You know, and I talk about that in my deck and other cards, but it's like there there's this portal of energy that's like swirling at the end of January and it's my free will choice how I use it. You know, we all have that. That's in our relationships, that's in our careers, it's in our everything. So mm-hmm. It's not just me, like someone listening to You have you have opportunities too that you have a free will choice about how you want it to play out. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right.
0: Well, now we're all emotionally invested, and we can't wait to see what
1: happens. <laughs> I know it's so funny. <laughs> so we have these opportunities, and we have our intuition that we need to listen to, which is super important. Um, the second card that's coming up is our golden kite card. And um, this card I wrote by feeling inspired by kind of the idea of like, we always have a lifeline, you know, like in a game show, like I'm going to call a lifeline, right? But this is like our spiritual divine connection lifeline and so that's what the golden kite is is it was this image that was downloaded to me of like the kite part is our divine team and we are always holding that string we are always connected to them even if it doesn't feel like it and this card comes in when sometimes we are doubting the presence of our guides our angels our loved ones the the team that we have assembled on the other side to help us this card comes in to say no it it it's real. You're not imagining this. You're not making this up. We really are here. We really are supporting you. You have a lifeline at all times. Um, so that's what this card is about It's reassuring you and reminding you that you are not alone on this journey. And that even if you don't see things outwardly happening, they are working behind the scenes for you. We have no clue what is going on. Like all we see is this, you know, 3D incarnation that we have. And so this card is also about trust, you know, trusting that it is happening <laughs> even if we don't see it just yet. Oh, I had chills the whole time
0: you were talking about that and I we've pulled this card before and it is so beautiful. Yeah, I mean this before is the show. this is the theme that we are working with like we are so guided and held and loved and supported. I mean so 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 it just it can be overwhelmingly so right so overwhelmingly so that we don't believe it you know that we we uh cross it off as just coincidence or you know but when we can allow ourselves to sit in the magic and miracles that are available to us our divine team gets so excited when we acknowledge the magic that they have created for us. And that excitement, they love it so much that they get excited that they just pour even more blessings upon us. And so it really is that that easy to manifest from a place of of connecting to your divine team and in doing so in gratitude. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for, for being a lifeline for me thank you for, for this magic and miracles. Thank you. You know, as little and small as it may be. I mean, I am, you know, when I see a sunrise or a sunset or when I see my dogs leaping across the grass, you know, on a run, you know, like just the simple things of like, wow, like this is like, I'm so glad that I looked up and I was able to see the sky tonight. I'm so glad I went out to do this. And, and I was able to see that. Thank you. Cause that's your intuition that is guiding you to go outside and look up at that point. So you can see that miracle. So you can be in witness and, and it, it can be so little or it can be so big. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like, and I, I've, I know we've had these conversations more and more, you know, over the past few months, especially of, I just feel like our divine team is saying, pay attention. We are right here. Let us guide you. Let us show you. Let us lead you. And gosh, it's like the hardest thing, but yet the easiest thing we could ever do for ourselves is to surrender and let, let the divine take over and lead us, right? Like it's so, that that is the easiest thing we could do, but we make it the hardest thing to do. And I just feel like they are here. They are. And and here's the thing as we're rising in consciousness, as our energy is rising, we are getting closer to our divine team. And that is how we bring heaven on earth. That is how we are walking embodied divine beings and living in divinity itself. So, it's it's happening because we're right, like we're getting closer to those intuitive downloads into the messaging from the Akashic records and from the Akasha keepers and our spirit guides and our angels and our past loved ones and our and goddesses and and deities. You know, like uh, we're getting closer to them, so we're literally closer to them. So we get to hang out with them more because we have allowed ourselves to rise up. So now that we're rising up, allow yourself to be held by them. Allow yourself to be guided by them. Allow yourself to walk out onto that water and know that you are supported and held, that we are not going to sink and drown.
1: So supported more than we even can believe or understand, you know? Yeah. And I think these first two cards, you know, are really about trusting our intuition trusting the divine plan seeing the higher aspect of it all and this is something that we discussed what i'm about to say is something we discussed in the 2024 year ahead report um just as much as we are in called to to embody this light our shadows come up and so oh, our, our card is. Is the shadow card <laughs> i knew we weren't getting out of this without something you know oh. But what I'm called to share with you is that the the collective shadow that is coming up is what we talked about before we even pulled cards. It's playing small. It's thinking we're not worthy. It's think it's second guessing our intuition. It's feeling alone. It's feeling it's the opposite of of feeling divinely guided and in touch with our our intuition. Just as much as we are reaching up to that, our ego is going to start pulling on you and saying, yeah, but you're not really connecting with them. You're making that all up in your head. That's not true. You're not capable of that. You can't push yourself further than that. So we are going to have a tug and pull, just like Vaughn has been talking about. There is a tug and a pull between the next level of your intuition, the next level of your evolution, and your ego is trying to hold you down and keep you safe and keep you small and keep you in your comfort zone. So- do not be surprised when you feel resistant to the expansion. I can tell you're yeah. like boasting to say something. Violent. I mean, I just,
0: I, I mean you, this is literally, I, I think I over was talking because I could not believe you pulled that card. I mean, it's literally the shadow card and she's, she's gorgeous though. I mean, she's gorgeous, but she's veiled in black and she's just looking up like, towards the light and the light is shining on her face but she's still covered in the darkness you know and it's just oh my gosh like it's so gorgeous like this life is so gorgeous even when we are living in our shadow and i just cannot express this enough that you know as i've expressed you know my push and pull and the resistance like at the same time though I'm very present with myself. I'm still living my best life right now. Any day my daughter is, who's a senior by the way, and is this time next year, I'm like, ah, she's going <laughs> to you know? And so it's like, anytime she's like, Hey, do you want to watch a movie? Hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Like, yes, I have a million other things to be doing, but yes, yes, yes. You want me. That's really where I want to be right now. And And so even though I have all these other things that are going on in my mind and, you know, I have that push pull at the end of the day, even though I have like the resistance in my, in my mind, I still am present. I still am treating myself with grace because I literally, what is today? Today is what, uh, New Year's Eve is tomorrow. Okay. So we'll say that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I literally have been in the same pajama top, sweatpants and sweatshirt for three days in a row. And I'm not even being remotely sarcastic. I love it. I mean, I am not, that's not far-fetched. I mean, literally, I think, and this is the fourth day. So I think after this, I will actually shower. <laughs> Start anew. <and laughs> but, um, you know, but I've allowed myself to be in, the juice in, in my own juices of what it is, yeah, right. Like, I've just allowed it, even though there's a part of my mind that is being like, Vaughn, you could be reworking your um website right now, which I could because that is my ego saying, No, Vaughn, don't do that, you know, like you're fine, just go hang out with your daughter. Uh, trust me, my daughter has slept till 12, I've had plenty of hours to work on everything that I need to be working <laughs> on. So, I, all this to say, like, in the yeah. it's all there for us, right? Like, it's just like, be with it. It's be with it, it. Be observant. be Because I'm very aware. I'm very observant of my mind, of my actions, of what I put in my, of what I eat, of what I don't eat, of, of how late I sleep, of how, me not working out, of me who do working out. But at the same time, for me going for long walks with my dog and letting the the cold air, it hit my face and me just like looking up at the
1: sky, just knowing that everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And part of this message too, what I wrote in the deck, um, or in the guidebook for this card is that sometimes it's simply an awareness and that's literally all you need. So you're hitting the nail on the head. Like I, that's what I put in the book was like, Sometimes it's not this massive overhaul of like, oh, God, I have to change my whole self now. It's that moment when you like catch yourself doing something and you're like, ooh, I don't I don't want to do that. And like, it's just the awareness. And then all of a sudden something just clicks. It doesn't have to be this massive thing. It's like, you know, Vaughn realized it. And yeah, she could make that choice, but she's also just wrapping herself in the grace and saying, I I will get to it. You know, you know, I know what it is and it's that awareness. That's just enough. That's just it. That's it. There's just an awareness.
0: Yep. Because if I were sitting in the shame of it, of not doing all the things I feel like I need to be doing, or that that Capricorn energy is telling me to do, if I sat in the shame of it, then that would be too negative vibrant, you know, I wouldn't be doing it, and I'd be sitting in the shame of it. Yeah. At least now I'm not doing it, but I'm sitting in the grace of it.
1: Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the awareness. That's yeah, it. you know, like I'm very, very <laughs> self forgiving. <laughs> oh my god, I love
0: that's, it. That's really beautiful. I am. I I actually really love that
1: card. I do too. It's one of my favorite. Um, pieces of artwork from the shadow section. So I have a whole shadow work section in my deck. And this is obviously from that because it's called the shadow guard. Um, But if anyone listening is not familiar with what shadow work is, it's really just looking at the parts of yourself that you don't like, or that society has told you are not okay, even if they actually are okay. But it's the parts of you that maybe have protected you, you know, and so maybe there's some grace there of like, well, I don't like that aspect of me, but it did protect me in certain situations or, you know, it, so it's wrapping yourself in grace for the things that you don't really like so much about yourself and being willing to go into that darkness. And again, just acknowledge it. It doesn't have to be like some big self-help book that you buy in January. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. acknowledge it and just yeah, let it be. Yeah. Or, or it being the dark night of the soul or
0: anything like that. It's just these little shadow aspects of yourself, which, you know, in the 2024 episode, we, that was a huge part of the end of that conversation. We were talking about letting in the light. And then the more the light comes in, like the more that shadow is going to appear and just letting it be, just letting it be like, this is the challenge of our, this is the purpose of our life is to be able to to see it all, be it all, explore it all, um, without the intense judgment. I mean, I think that that, but that's the way we've always been conditioned to, to be is to judge our, our darkness, you know, the all the negative things about it, like, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, that's horrible. And to just alleviate that judgment and just be with it and observe it and, and, compassion with you know and that's why cultivating a true self-love is so important and and self-love is really about unconditional self-love you know that's unconditional love right there and to be able to look at all the dark places of yourself still through nothing but I, i and i still love you in spite of that you know then that's what it is like it's still it's there and i still love you that's what in it fact is. I love you even more because of it because it's there and because I know that you know it's there and that you're working through it and you know like that's it that's yeah. the work of our whole lifetime yeah, exactly because we're not that there will always 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 be the shadow always. You know, a lot of people, um, they'll message me sometimes and they'll be like, so do you do, do you do shadow work? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like it's absolutely incorporated in every single breath that we take, like, but I'm not calling it. We're doing shadow work because it's just an automatic thing. Like we're doing shadow work. We're doing light work. We're, we're doing spiritual work. We're doing physical body work. Like we are doing it all. And that's the thing, like when you when you show up to anything that I do, like any experience that I'll offer, like we are working with the shadow and we are working with the light. You have to. Yeah, you, have you have to. it goes together. So I do get a little frustrated when people are, you know, really specifically targeting the shadow because it's just, it's just there. Like, it's not like I did shadow work and now I'm all light. No, it's, it's just always going to be the duality. It's always going to be there.
1: Yeah. And if you want the light, you've got to move through the shadow. I mean, it just, you can't have one without the other. And, and then when you move into your light, your shadow is going to come back up. Like we're talking, yeah. like, it's just this interplay because as we reach new levels, we are ready to release more of that darkness. And, you know, so it's, Yeah. You can't get, you can't just focus on one. Like it's all, that's why it's all in my deck too. And that's why like we pulled literally like two kind of light, you know, happy cards. And then I laughed because it's almost like a small little mini version of our 2024 reading where like, we got like two pretty positive cards and then boom, the shadow work came at the end, you know? And I'm like, it's, it's never, we're never going to be without it. Like it's, it's there. And we have to accept that. <laughs> yes.
0: And love it and nurture love it, it. it and pay attention to it because that shadow is, you know, imagine it as your inner child, you know, that inner child that has been, that has been overshadowed, you know, that has just been looked in, locked into a little container in your, in your, consciousness and that little, hello, hello. What about me? You know, like that's, that's a shadow aspect of yourself is that inner child that has been neglected, that has not been paid attention to. So the minute we pay attention to her, then that's when there's a light shined upon her, you know? So it, it's just, we have to pay attention to it.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And it deserves, it it makes us who we are. It's part of who we are for better Mm -hmm. or for worse. And, you know, why do we, we, we can't, we don't have time to, to spend criticizing and judging ourselves. Let's just embrace yeah, even the darkness. And that's why I love that in the card artwork, she's so beautiful. Cause you're right. Like it's really is is beautiful. So beautiful. It is beautiful work.
0: Yeah. I was, um, in the numerology episode, the, I just thought it was so interesting because she did not know me at all,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: here I am. She's you know, saying you're a number eight, that's my life path thing. And she was like, you're all about the, the pain and the joy, you know, like you love all of that. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Like that is so me. I mean, that is, that's me. Like I really, truly, I love the depth of emotion and I love the heights of joy and I love bringing them all together because that's life. Like we have to experience all of that. We get to experience all of that. And, and I just think it's so funny that she was able through that one number, like peg me so beautifully because that is exactly, what number are you, by the way? I'm a seven. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Cause you're so introspective and like, <laughs> like expansive with your, I just feel like, well, on that note, like we just had a seven year, right? Like how challenging that is So the vibration of seven, do you resonate with that number when, when you, when you read it?
1: Um, I did read it and right now everything is flying out of my brain, but what I do know of seven, uh, just in general is like, it is a very spiritual number, but it's also a very, um, like I came here in this lifetime, lifetime to work. Like I didn't come here, you know, to float around, like the challenges are right alongside of yeah. the amazingness. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do. I, I mean, I love the number seven. I was seven yeah. pounds, seven ounces born on May 7th. So, oh, wow. and I'm a life path seven. So sevens pop up for me everywhere all the time yeah. oh wow that's amazing yeah because yeah,
0: when i remember now i asked you that before and i was like oh yeah that does seem cuz it just seems so uh, deep yeah i mean like when i think of you like to me you are so wise like you just exude wisdom and knowledge but you you own it because you are that because of your trials and tribulations yeah
1: Yep. I've been through a lot and I don't just speak this stuff like without having the experience to back it up. Like I, you know, I really could tell you about trauma. uh, And so I'm, I have had to make peace with like being grateful for that because it, it has put me where I am, where I'm at. You know, I know that I can speak this stuff cause I I've walked it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, we are
0: so all so grateful to you, Dana, for your wisdom and you sharing your your light and and your darkness and all of it with us. We're just so grateful. Thank you for this beautiful conversation and for the, for your time. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. All right. Let's go, January. Let's go 2024. We got this. Woo! <laughs> I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at
1: Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.